Welcome to News Kids. My name is Rose Simington Mills and I'm presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week we will be talking about India and Pakistan and why they are not friends. What's happening with Brexit? Professor Stephen Hawking, the oldest woman in the world, going to Mars, a robot doctor, and about a very special birthday. Can you guess what turned 30 years old last week? I'll give you a clue. It's not a person, but something we use nearly every day. It's the World Wide Web. Zara and I will also be discussing why we need rules and what we think about robot doctors. First up, it's Zara talking about India and Pakistan and why they are not friends. Hello, this is Zara. I'm going to talk to you today about India and Pakistan recently being on the brink of war. Last month, at the border between India and Pakistan, there was an attack by a group of terrorists on Indian soldiers. A group of terrorists from Pakistan claims that they had carried out the attack. Then India launched some airstrikes into Pakistan and said that they had killed the people who carried out the attack from the Indian soldiers, but Pakistan said that no one had died. After that, Pakistan said it would respond at the time and place of its choosing. Less than 24 hours later, Pakistan had shot down an Indian fighter jet that was flying in Pakistani airspace and had captured the pilot. India confirmed that it had lost one of its fighter jets and that one of its pilots was missing. Everybody was very worried that things might get a lot worse and the two countries might start fighting even more. The Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan then decided to release the Indian pilot. He said that was a peace gesture. Many other countries in the world, like the USA and China, have asked India and Pakistan to calm the situation as soon as possible. Let's hope they are able to. The two countries always fight about Kashmir and whether Kashmir belongs to India or Pakistan. This conflict has been there for a very long time. India used to be ruled by Britain. When India was given independence from Britain in 1947, India and Pakistan were split into two separate countries. Kashmir was not given for either India or Pakistan, and it was left up to the ruler of Kashmir, Harry Singh, to decide, and he chose India, but that led to war because many people in Kashmir are Muslim and don't want to be ruled by India. And other people in Kashmir don't want to be ruled by anyone and want independence. This is all very worrying and I hope that peace remains. Brexit is always in the news at the moment. There isn't long to go now until Britain is supposed to leave the European Union or the EU. It's supposed to happen on 29th March. The UK Prime Minister Theresa May had put forward a plan that explained how Britain would manage outside of the EU. This was called the deal. 
uncovered things like how British companies will do business with countries in the EU, how British producers will buy and sell things, and what happens to people from European countries who are currently living in Britain. It also said how much money Britain have to pay to leave the European Union. But there is loads of disagreement. When this happens in the government, they use voting to understand what most of the members of Parliament want to do. On Tuesday 12th March, members of Parliament voted to reject Mrs May's deal. This was a very, very, very super important vote because there is only two weeks to go until Britain is going to leave the EU. That left two options for Britain to leave the EU on 29th March with no deal agreed or to postpone leaving to allow time to create a new deal. Which would you choose? I would prefer to postpone leaving to allow time to create a brand new deal. On Wednesday, members of Parliament voted on this question. They said they did not want Britain to leave the EU without a deal in place. On Thursday, they had another vote. That is so many votes. They voted on whether Brexit should be delayed. The result of that vote was that, yes, members of Parliament would like to delay Brexit for at least three months to allow more time to agree a deal. Now EU leaders need to decide if they are happy for Britain to have more time. I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope they sort it out soon. We will be back with another update next week. We have lots of science and technology in this podcast. This week is British Science Week. I love science. In December, I went to see the Science Museum in England and it was amazing. There were so many things to see and do. When I grow up, I would like to be a chemist and work in a laboratory making potions such as dragon's breath and so on. Are you doing anything to celebrate Science Week? One of the things British Science Week asks students to do is to think about people from their area who have been on or who are going on an important scientific journey. I live in the United Arab Emirates, which is an amazing country. Did you know that the UAE Space Agency are sending a spaceship to Mars? The spacecraft is called HOPE and will set off on its journey in July 2020. It has to take off then because there is only a short time every two years when the Earth and Mars are close together because they orbit the Sun at different rates. Hope will launch from Japan and will take around seven months to get to Mars due to arrive in early 2021 to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the founding of the UAE. The spacecraft will have a cruising speed of 126,000 kilometers per hour. That is quite fast. When it gets to Mars, Hope will help scientists understand lots of questions about the planet's atmosphere, climate and weather. 
It won't have any astronauts on board. But scientists are working on plans to send the first astronauts to Mars. This week, NASA, the American Space Agency, asked for $21 billion to pay for space exploration. They also said that the first astronaut to go to Mars might be a woman. That's exciting. Did you know at the end of this month, there is going to be an all-woman, no-men, spacewalk at the International Space Station? At the moment, 34% of active NASA astronauts are women. I think it would be a good idea if there were the same number of women astronauts as men. Would you like to travel into space? I would. Last week, Zara and I talked about going on holidays to space, which is space tourism, during a chat about SpaceX and other things. Listen to the last podcast if you'd like to hear what we thought. Now here's James to talk about one other man who became famous because of his understanding about space and our universe, Professor Stephen Hawking. He died one year ago this week, but people in England have found a really good way to remember him. Hello, my name is James. I'm eight years old. I live in London. I love science, especially chemistry. I particularly like astronomy, so today I would like to talk about the news. This week, the life of this famous scientist, Stephen Hawking, is being honoured with a special 50-piece coin. The Royal Mint, which makes the money in the United Kingdom, will feature a design based on Hawking's work on black holes. Other scientists who have been on coins already are Charles Darwin, who worked out that humans came from monkeys, and Sir Isaac Newton, who discovered gravity. This week also saw a very, very special birthday. It's 30 years since the World Wide Web was invented. It was created by an English man called Tim Berners-Lee. 30 years ago, he created his proposal for the World Wide Web. He showed it to his boss, who said the idea was vague but exciting. He probably didn't know how amazing it would become. Two years later, the World Wide Web was up and running. Did you know that the World Wide Web and the Internet are not the same thing? Thank you, BBC Newsround, for explaining this to me. I had no idea that was the case either. It says the Internet is a huge network of computers all over the world, which are connected together. The World Wide Web is a collection of web pages found on this network of computers. This is why pages start with www. It stands for World Wide Web. Our website is called www.newskids.com It was really fun making it. You can choose a template and write in words and change pictures and colours until it looks good. The first website went live on 6th of August 1991. Now there are nearly 2 billion websites but this is causing some problems because some people use the internet for bad things, not good. And also they post things that are not appropriate and not true. Certain Berners-Lee would like there to be some rules 
and stop this bad behaviour. What do you think? I think rules are a good idea. Can you imagine what school would be like without rules? What do you think, Zara? I think it's good to have rules in school because people could get hurt if they run in the corridors and they wouldn't get their work done if they're just being crazy in the classroom. Do you think rules are a good idea for the internet? Yes, because without rules, everyone can just go onto websites and change things if it's not theirs. And they would post all kinds of bad stuff. And the internet will stop working for the rest of our lives. The World Wide Web is amazing. Thank you, Sir Tim Berners-Lee, for creating it. I love it. And now Luceba will be talking about robot doctors and why they are in the news this week. Hello, my name is Luceba Hussein, reporting for News Kids. And today I will be talking to you about how a man was told that he was going to die by a doctor through a video linked robot. Telemedicine is a practice of caring for patients remotely. This is when the doctor and patient are not physically present with one another. Usually by video calls, it's often used to link patients with doctors or specialists that are far away. We often hear about how technology has revolutionised medicine, but in this particular incident, we see how sometimes it can have a negative effect on patient care. This incident took place in a medical centre in Fremont, California, where a 78-year-old man, known as Ernest Quintana, was having treatment for a chronic lung disease. He was waiting for some important MRI results. His granddaughter, Alicia, was with him at the time when a robot rolled into the room to deliver the results. They were told by a doctor on the screen that there was nothing that could be done. He'd had no lungs left. The family were in a state of shock and couldn't believe that such important news could be given in such an insensitive manner by a doctor that they had never seen before. The family stated that there was no compassion shown by the hospital and that this was unacceptable. Ernest Quintana died a few days later. How can we change this for the future? Can we develop robots that will have empathy and compassion? I would love to hear your thoughts. See you next week on News Kids. How do you think technology is going to change things in the future, Zara? Maybe robots could start doing your chores or start brushing your hair later in the future. Yeah, that would be a brilliant idea, Zara. If you had your own robot, Zara, what would you most often ask it to do? I would ask it to take me to places in one minute. That is going to be impossible. He would have to make a secret portal and then jump through it in one minute. Well, we are talking about the future. But I think portals will never be invented. Because, but they may. Well, if you had a robot in your house, what would you ask it to do? I would ask it to do all my chores for me. Then I can just do whatever I want all the time. <laughs> what about your homework? Well, That's I not chores. It is chores for me. Oh, he's going to do all I am back. <laughs> I'm going to fit him with that special get everything right thing. So he gets everything right.
Yeah. Do you think robot doctors are a good idea? Would you like it if you went to a doctor, if you were sick and it was a robot? No, I would not at all. I would find it scary because I think robots do not have the sort of intelligence to find out what's going on with the human body. They could even get something wrong and actually kill the patient. What about you? I would not like it if a, if a robot told me I was sick and, like, robot told the man he was going to die. If it was a, a proper doctor, then maybe he would hold the person's hand and care about his feelings. I think it's a good idea that robots, doctors would come because if you lived in the countryside and you didn't live near hospitals or clinics it's better than having no doctor. Here's Isabella talking about the oldest woman in the world. This week the world's oldest living person was officially recognised by the Guinness Book of Records. Kane Tanaka, a Japanese woman, was 116 years and 66 days old on the 9th of March. She was presented with a birthday cake, but it didn't have 116 candles on it. She cried a little when she was told the news because she said she was really happy to hold this record. I wonder why she has lived to such a big age. Maybe she is a vegetarian. I don't think I would like to be the oldest person in the world because all my friends would probably have died before me. Would you like to live to be 100? People who live to be 100 years old are called centenarians. In the UK, the Queen sends a special message called a telegram to people who are celebrating their 100th birthday. Queen will be turning 93 next month, so maybe in seven years' time, she will be sending a telegram to herself. If you live to be 110 years old or more, you are called a super centenarian. It's not very common to live to be 100. On average, an adult anywhere in the world will live till they are 72 years old. According to the World Health Organization, that is called the average life expectancy. So what is the longest anyone has ever lived for? The answer is 122 years, 164 days. That was a lady in France called Jeanne Carmont, who died on the 4th of August, 1997. In our family, the oldest person is my uncle Alec, who is 81. How old is the oldest person you know? That's all for this week. I really hope you enjoyed our show. Let me know what you think about our news stories. Goodbye from the news kids.